What's up, everybody? Three to possible. We, uh, you know, th- we have a special guest here, Carl. We tried to do an episode with Carl a few weeks ago, right before the playoffs started. Had some uh, file conversion conversion issues. Zencaster just doesn't want us to be great. Special treat for the viewers. We're gonna we're gonna do a contest. I'll figure out what I'm gonna give you later, but. If you can guess till what minute and second standpoint Devion gets off the phone and joins our podcast, I'll send you something. I don't know what I'll send you, but whoever 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 gets the closest to the pin, I guess they could cheat. Never mind. I'll rethink. We'll rethink that. We'll do something. We'll do something. I'm not just gonna give everybody a bunch. I was of gonna stuff. say that, but I didn't want to shine on your parade or rain oh, on your parade. So. so <clears throat> So Devian has a very, very important call. He has to he has to continue taking right now. But we thought it'd be really fun for us to just start the podcast while he was still on that on that call. We of course muted him, so we won't give away his private details, whatever he's discussing. Uh, but we're going to talk finals today. Team USA had to make some subtractions and some additions. I think it's safe to say uh, it's it's going to be a net loss for Team USA. But we're gonna we're gonna try and make some sense of it. I'm Will Starnes, our guest down here, Curry super fan, Carl Sandercock. How are you, buddy? Good. Oh, I almost got I can't do this anymore. That Jeopardy guy got in trouble, but it's Steph's move still, so I feel like in this context, I'm okay. All right, get on Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be a little careful. Just, just a little careful. <laughs> That's awesome. That's funny, is it? Uh, good to be back. I'm sad that the last one didn't get on. It was a good combo. It was a good conversation, a lot of a lot of fun discussions. I don't think we can really redo the discussions because they're they're not really timely anymore. But I'm sure we can make some more memories here. Uh, Joe, how are you feeling today? Would you don't, uh, don't you enjoying the finals? You said you weren't going to enjoy the finals in our initial episode. I've been they're, loving they're, it. They're a little entertaining. They're more entertaining than I thought they were going to yeah, be. Right. I can't hate. I'm 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 okay with it. I'm happy with it. I don't know right. if everyone else is, but it's it's cool for it to be Phoenix and Milwaukee. I mean, the cities kind of suck. The games have been great. The games have been good. I'll give you that. I disagree. I would push back on the Milwaukee hate. I've never been myself, but I would not be as upset about going, especially in the summer, in the in the thick of the summer. Stephen A. and them had the audacity to be like, oh, it better be in Atlanta. I know he wants to go to Milwaukee. Like, <clears throat> Georgia in the summer, especially the densely populated part. Atlanta in the... Thick of the summer sounds sounds one notch above hell to me right now. Like, <laughs> it's pretty hot. A hundred degrees in Baltimore. I don't want to be in Atlanta right now. I mean, the only thing in Milwaukee is the I don't even know what's in Milwaukee. I think it's the Harley Davidson Museum. I think that's like about it. They make hella beer. Yeah, I, that, that's a good enough reason for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always down to go drink. So, yeah. all right. You sold me a little bit of Milwaukee. I mean, it's still fuck Milwaukee. That's that's that crosses a bunch of sports lines for me. But <laughs> sure, fair I have I have been rooting for the Bucks yeah, to win this specific series. But you know, last episode we we gave our our check in after games one and two. But uh, Carl, why don't you just kind of give us your kind of quick thoughts on on what's been important so far in the finals, what you've enjoyed seeing the most, and we're gonna give you a little handicap. We just need you to give us a winner from here on. So who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna win the finals uh, here in five, six, and seven? And yeah, your overall thoughts. Okay, so so starting to that last question, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Milwaukee. 
Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but back right before the playoffs started, I picked Milwaukee as the winner. And every step along the way so far, I'm like, oh, fuck, I was wrong. And they keep advancing. Every series, other than, other than the, that, other than that round one blowout, uh, they have just had so many problems, so many ebbs and flows. Uh, this is the third series in a row. It's weird to say now because he was, he had a really good game, uh, last game, but, Middleton has been, has had so many no-shows. And every time, every step along this way so far, I'm like, oh, they're screwed if Middleton doesn't show up. He keeps not showing up. They keep advancing anyway. I don't know how they're still here. I don't know how my prediction appears to be coming right. It is somehow. Obviously, the Nets injuries helped them a lot. But like, damn, every time I walk, every time I watch Milwaukee, I feel like I understand them even less. Other than Giannis is amazing. <laughs> Other than Giannis is like maybe the best player yep. in the league now. Uh, I don't understand the rest of it. It's baffling. Yeah, I think um, you bring up a good point because Middleton, he is like Mister Inconsistency. He's had like, some rough long stretch. time. He like he's had some really great games, and he's also had some games where you're just like, "Bruh, you're supposed to be like an, at least an All Star level player. I need you to give me more than that." Yeah, and it, it honestly has felt like the game is can Middleton give us four just above average games in a series, you know, before the other team wins. And so far, he's been able to do that. Has he? I mean, in the Nets series, I think he had one good game, if I remember right. I think I think in back to back good games, I think yeah. right five and six, maybe a second yeah. or maybe even a third that were like acceptable, but like only one mm-hmm. good game I felt like. And several I, I'd say, I would say there was one where he was truly like, like his like the previous game where he dropped forty. Like he had one game like that. I think he had two other ones that were still pretty good games where he wasn't an issue for the Bucks. Yeah, you know, and that's that's kind of the because the thing is he's gonna he's gonna take the next most amount of shots to Giannis. Sometimes yeah. he'll take more shots more. than Giannis, yeah. so he yeah. has to be somewhat efficient. He can't but, he can't just mm-hmm. be. You know, oh, he can't have like a thirty-five percent shooting game. He can't have a forty percent shooting game. Like it has to be forty-five plus for them to to really have a shot, especially when they're playing these better teams. I think we're being a little unfair to Chris Middleton too, though, because before these playoffs started, he's only had five games where he scored thirty or more points. So we're not talking about somebody out there who's going to go out there and rack up points for you every single night. Well, that's, just, that's five this playoffs. That's five this playoffs. This playoffs I know, but in but this playoffs, he's only had five in his career. That's what I'm saying. He don't. Okay. He did. He matched his career, his career best in this playoffs. Gotcha. So I just don't think he's that dude. He's not going to be dropping thirty all the time. So when you get it, it's going to help, and it's going to help you win a finals if you can get him to do it. But I don't expect it from him anymore. I just don't. So I guess so that's that's a valid point for sure. I guess my pushback on that pushback would be the thing that's horrified me the most this playoffs is his efficiency. Like you're right, you're right. It's not fair to expect him to consistently drop thirty plus for sure. But like when he's jacking up thirty shots and not doing it, that's a problem. Absolutely. So I'm assuming you're sticking with your Milwaukee. Do you have a sense of in six games, seven games? At, at this point, it's, I mean, who knows? Uh, I mean, I, I, I actually, I will say I have a gut feeling that they're going to, they're going to close out in the next two. I think they're going to, it's tough to predict them to, 
you know, as tough as it is to predict them to, to win in Phoenix, you know, they, they have to win out of these two times. I have a feeling it's going to be this time, close out at home. But who knows? I, I feel good about the momentum right now, even though they still like both, and even in both of their wins, there were some like glaring imperfections. I still just feel like, you know, they've got the momentum. I think they're going to carry it through. Ooh. Joe, what do you think? I'm sticking with the Suns and Six. Ooh, I think the Suns okay. when they get back home, I think they're going to win. I, I am a little worried about Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't think he's going to have. We're, we'll we'll get into Chris Paul a little later. I don't think yeah. he's going to have seven turnovers for the next three games. I just don't see that happening. But I just think it's uh, the Phoenix is just going to play better at home. Everyone's going to play better. Devin Booker is going to be hot from beginning to end. Those ancillary pieces, the people off the bench are every playing better. Mikael Bridges is going to play better. Uh, Cam Johnson better get some more playing time. He'll play better. And I think they'll beat the Bucks, and I think they'll take that momentum in game six, and the Bucks are going to get a little shaky and end up blowing that game six. Okay. Okay. I mean, Cam, Johnson played, Cam Johnson played 29 minutes last game. I mean, he, he did. He had, he's, good, he's, get, he's getting the minutes. He just He has to do something with them. Uh, interestingly enough, last game in game four, well, what about, what's your, what's your, what do you think, Will? What's your... Oh, I'm, oh, I'm stick. I'm, I'm sticking with my bucks. And seven. I think, mm-hmm. I think, the, I think the Suns win tonight, uh, which I guess I should have started the show that we are recording today, July 17th before game five happens, uh, currently two, two, but I, I think the Suns will probably bounce back and win tonight, win a close game. I think. Similar to what Joe said, I think those others will start playing a little better. The the Cam Johnson, the campaign is really the one that I yes. think has showed the greatest kind of fluctuation for the Suns home and away. I was going to wait the Chris to mention that, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I think he'll play better in Phoenix. I, I think the difference will be, I think in a Game 7, I don't know that home court means as much in Game mm-hmm. 7. I, I've thought about this for a little bit now. And I, especially for the finals, because it's so do or die. There's just, I don't think there's any getting comfortable, you know, like home can help you get comfortable in games, you know, one, two, five. I think that's fine. But I think, I think the fact that the Suns have really two players that are in that upper tier, all-star and above kind of status the Bucks have three. I think that's going to be what really will help them win in a game seven. So I'm, I'm going to stick with that. That's going to, they're going to hold serve games one through six, and then the Bucks will take it in Phoenix in seven. Uh, but let, let's talk about – let's go game by game now. Uh, game three, it was a close game throughout, you know, third quarter. Most of the third quarter was still close. And at the very end of the third quarter, the Bucks just started pulling mm-hmm. away. And it, it was it was wild because it was very it it was it was it, it turned so quickly like it, it really felt like the Suns were about to just kind of come back and then pull away from the Bucks. You know, you had the big Cam Johnson poster on PJ oh, yeah, Tucker. Yeah. About that. Like everything was kind of going their way. I was like, uh oh, my my prediction was was in trouble. And then just like that, the Bucks just pulled away towards the end so what joe i'll start with you what did you think was the kind of what helped the bucks separate there the, the last part of the third quarter and then in the fourth Devin booker Devin booker has to score more than 10 points and you can't get benched in the fourth quarter 
if everyone's out there saying you're the next heir apparent to Kobe Bryant, like you, you can't, you gotta do better than what you did. They, at the Suns could have won that game if Devin Booker shows up. If Devin Booker scores twenty points, then that's that's a what five seven point game. They they have a chance, but he only scored ten points and you had to put him on the bench. So then you take Devin Booker off and you put him on the bench. That's just one less threat. Oh, now I can relax a little bit on the defense. Now I can slide more to Chris Paul, and now that pick and roll is not as effective. I think that's what happened. They need Devin Booker to show out. If he does what he does again, then they have no chance. Yeah, fair point. Carl? Yeah, yeah I was really – on the Devin Booker point, I was really surprised to hear uh, – I didn't fact check it, so I apologize if I'm spreading lies. But I, I apparently, from what I heard, there wasn't a – and I wish I could remember where I saw this. There hasn't been a, a series yet, these playoffs, where Devin Booker shot better than 34%. That's I, correct. I was, yeah. like, I was like, whoa, because there have been so many times these playoffs where, like, he's been christened as, like, among the stars now. Obviously, he's very good. Don't get me wrong. But, like, there's that top tier of 10 guys or so who are absolute game changers. And, you know, he's for sure not there yet. You know, where you want to put him, like, is he in that Is he in that next five, next ten? Um, you know, debatable. For sure, still debatable. He's, he's made a case, a strong case for himself these playoffs, but like not as strong as, as it felt like a lot of the talking heads were saying for a while. Yeah, I think the, the media has tried to, I feel like has wanted to run with Devin Booker for a few years now. Mm-hmm. You know, just at first the team sucked, so it was hard to just kind of get behind it. Now the team's good, so it's like, yes. Now all the things that we like, like people flash back to the 70 point game he had, you know, like he's, he's (laughs) had a lot of really good moments. And even in these playoffs, every series he's had a moment like, or, or, or a a historic type game, you know, like just this past game, game four historic. Like that was, that was, I mean, we're, we're going to talk about game four because that, that game was fucking nuts, but I mean, he's had these games where you're just like, holy shit, like, this guy can't be stopped at all. Like, this dude is literally a bucket. But, like, you guys have said, eh, you, you can stop him. You know, mm-hmm. like, the, the issue, the issue off, right now. It breaks a little bit. It might happen. It's not ha- hasn't happened yet. Like, let him do right. it. Right. He's still super young. Like, yeah, I mean, First by no means answer. writing him off. First playoff experience. Yeah. Right. You know, and and – I think we talked about this a show or two ago, and I, and I was actually referring to Chris Middleton and his inconsistency, and I think a lot of it's kind of the same with Devin Booker. I brought up my Miami Heat example of Tyler Hero trying to make everything look like a, a, like a move, like make everything sweet. Yeah. It, everything doesn't have to be hard. Devin Booker takes a lot of hard shots, and I think that's what his issue was in game three. Like If, you're, if you get hot, cool. Keep shooting. I don't care. Pull up from half court for all I care. But when you're not like the the step back, fall away, mid range shot from the elbow is just mm-hmm. not the shot that's going to get right. you going. Get yourself yeah, a layup. Get something. He'll give you the yeah. ball easy. <laughs> you don't have to do all that hard just, work. Yeah, like make make life easier for yourself. And it's like you know, and I get it. This, this is the first time he's been on a team that is capable around him with a capable point guard. That's I think he. Point. I think he reverts to. I got to do it. earlier. Yeah, like earlier. You know, I get it. It's the finals. You're trying to, you know, you're trying to be the best. You. You're on this big stage. I get all that, but simple is is better. I mean, look at, I mean, look at Giannis. Giannis doesn't care. Giannis will have these games where he does not shoot more than like three shots outside of six feet and just doesn't give a fuck. 
and and will dominate. There's nothing wrong with that, and he he gets he's gotten multiple MVPs. He's in also also in a small market. Like it, it all translates to everything that Devin Booker I think wants. <clears throat> so, go down the path of simple, not always tough. So, let's talk about Game Four now, because there, there there's a lot to unpack in Game Four. There's Chris Paul choking. There's Devin Booker getting like ten fouls. There's <laughs> Devin Booker going crazy hot in third quarter. So many things to unpack here. My first question, this is for you, Carl. What was the most important thing that happened in game four? What was what was the defining thing that, that led to the Bucks winning and, and the Suns losing? Because it was a good, close game throughout. Mm-hmm. That's uh... Oh, wait, 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 wait. We got the, 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 the winner. So I posted this on Facebook already. So to get around them. Oh, good, good, good. So 16 minutes and 50 seconds is the winner. So we, we will see who gets closest to 16 minutes and 50 seconds. Devion, welcome to the show, my friend. You, you, you want to say something? You're, I muted you, so we didn't hear your whole conversation. So you might want to unmute yourself. But um, Still talk to hear. us. We, we, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. Unmute yourself. Still no. Oh Lord, what did I do? <laughs> it it still shows that you need to click your okay. click the microphone button down below. I got you. All right, there so we go. Go. He's back. Yes, sir. Oh, I don't care if y'all heard my conversation. Y'all can hear nah, me. I, mean, I just oh yeah, but when, as we are recording, I figured that was probably best to, to leave out yeah. of the podcast. Yeah. We actually so, started recording. Yeah. All right, Devion. So to catch you up, we've talked about game three. Carl says Bucks in I already forgot what you said. Did you say Bucks in six? A six, yeah. Bucks in six. Yeah. I don't know, Joe got Suns and six. Suns and six. Yeah, Joe's sticking to Suns and six. Sorry. I assume you're still sticking to your, your Bucks and seven with me. So <clears throat> Carl is now giving us we already talked about game three. Not as much to talk about now. We're unpacking game four now. Carl is about to tell us. What was the most important factor to the Bucks winning and Suns losing? Carl, go ahead. The floor is Another, yours. Uh, like you said, a lot to unpack. Another very weird game between teams who have both. If, if there's any consistency, it's been how weird and, weird and inconsistent they are. Uh, so if, if I have to boil it down to one, it's your show. Uh, I guess I'm going to go with Devin Booker's foul trouble. Um you know, like we talked about a minute ago, he was lighting it up. He was on a nasty roll in the second half and then got into foul trouble. And it felt like that was probably the the biggest thing that got the Bucks back in the game. There were some good plays the Bucks made. The Bucks did some things really well. I don't want to take it away from them, but Devin Booker foul trouble. He uh, he played different after that on both ends. Um, but, you know, especially on the Sometimes. Defense, <laughs> but yeah, he didn't always play like he had five fouls on defense. But we'll talk about that in a second. Okay, enough, it was great. But even like, even like, there was a moment I can't remember if it was. Uh, I can't remember if it was the the infamous one that like was the blatantly obvious should have been his, his, his sixth foul or his seventh foul or his eighth yes. foul. Which one are you referring yeah. to? Was that one, or there was also one where after he had five fouls, he went up and there was contact, and I was like, oh. And then it was like, oh, that's clean. That's a good no call, you know. I think that was after the infamous one. I think I know what you're talking about. It was like a minute 20 left, 
It's after it's after uh, Chris right, Paul somehow right. just loses the ball and Middleton goes up. He just goes straight uh, up and like takes it in the chest. Like it was a yeah. No, I agree. That was that was a good defense and that it was bold, but it it made a little more sense there because it was so late in the game. It was like yeah. you have to you have to try and so stop on it. that one. Like I applaud him. He knew he had to make a play. So and he still did a good job of like going straight up for it. The previous one, I have to imagine like. Oh my God. Like I have to imagine in his head, he just was like, "All right, I I gotta stop this shot. You know, I'm gonna be out of the game after this. Hope my boys can do it without me, but I will have saved them two points." Like I, he he fouled him twice on the same. It was like it was like arm to arm, like what most shooting fouls look like, and then just in case grabbed him. And then just in case the the refs missed that foul, then he wraps around the back as well. And it's like, I have to believe that he was like fully expecting to get uh, ejected there. Because there were a few moments before that where I felt like like he kind of let the defenders go by in a way that he normally doesn't. Because he's actually been good defensively for the most part for a while, better than solid, yeah. better than I had noticed before. And then he just kind of let off uh, for the for the end there. Other than those, other than those two, uh, those, two those couple obvious fouls we talked about. <laughs> but that was all right, Joe. Like, that was that was like in like the absolute doer time. Leading up to that very end, he was he had he had he had fallen off a bit. Joe, most important it on uh, Chris Paul for sure, one hundred percent on Chris Paul <laughs> for two things. He's old. He's never been. He's never played this much basketball in a year. He may be getting worn out and tired. Two, boy just choked straight women booty and let the ball go. And you can't be thirty six year old veteran on the team. And be that nervous in the finals. Like, come on, man. That's the one mistake you can't do. And you had two mistakes in the last two minutes. You can't have that. I don't, and we can talk about the refs. I love that they didn't call those fouls on Devin Booker. I thought it was great. The refs are always getting in the game. Devin Booker's the superstar. You can't make that call. You let the players play. Shut the, the fuck fouls, up. Oh, my God. Devin Booker, they calling that they calling that sixth foul. But it's Devin Booker. The refs know what's going on. We're not going to sit Devin Booker in the finals. We're going to let him get away with a little bit. They let oh, him get that, a little too much. A little too much. I that's a Hall of Fame terrible take right there. No, it's not. It's true. It's so true. Are you kidding me? Okay, you tell me if that was LeBron James, they're going to they gonna call that six foul on LeBron? Most of the time. They yes. No, they're not. Yes. No. They're not calling it in the finals. They're not. And first of all, Joe, here, here's the reason why that. If they don't have to. If they don't have to. Here's the reason that take mm. is, is, is Hall of Fame terrible. At ten minutes and fifty seconds, why the fuck are they calling a little a little exactly. shoulder box out on Devin? It was a no, it was a it was the correct call. He checked him out of bounds to get well, the rebound. Let him play. Let him play. So, no, there's letting him play, and then there's like you have let to have play. some control of the game. But the reason why that ruins your your take because they know play. that he's gonna have to he's gonna have to come out the game when they make that call. So by your own reasoning, they didn't allow Devin Booker to play the fourth quarter by calling that foul on him. So no. Devion. No. Terrible. Reason why Bucks reason terrible. why Bucks won Suns lost. Terrible. You know what I'm gonna say, Chris Paul is definitely Chris Paul. He is just I was just disappointed with Chris Paul, man. He you think with a game like that when you know he can step on that next, go home and end it, he would be a you know, even with that last what play when he lost the ball, he still only had 10 points for the whole game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Devin Booker, 
had ten points last game. Now y'all just y'all literally just flip roles. This try and Giannis, I give him some props too. I give him that. He showed up. Yeah, in I mean Chris Paul, ten points and and five turnovers too. I mean mm-hmm. that's just not and that shooting night. Yeah, yeah he that, shot that's, terrible. That's, yeah, five and thirteen. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I think Chris Paul and then Giannis, he just was being Giannis. He showed up when he needed to in the moments he needed to, even outside of the block. So it was like a combination of the Bucks. Well, Giannis being Giannis, he's finally getting help, and then Chris Paul, like, he forgot to play basketball, bro. Just forgot. Seriously, I'm trying to root for him, bro. I still want him to win in six, but. If they don't get it done. One of, the, one of those turnovers, he palmed the ball, and he was like, "Wait, did I just palm the ball?" And then took an extra step and just dropped the ball. Like, what? What is going on, Chris Paul? You don't know how to dribble anymore? Yeah, he yeah, just, Wiley, just you, let you, him you make like, that call. Like in your mind, you imagine there's probably like so many times where he makes a mistake like that, and like he realizes it, knows that there's a chance he'll get away with it, and doesn't fucking keep moving. But not, not this time. Not <laughs> yeah, not, just not, forgot not just for the NBA Finals. Okay. Yeah, just Man. keep going. Like, play it off, bro. Exactly. Just play like, it off. They wouldn't have called like it. They probably wouldn't have called it unless it looked crazy egregious. They might yeah, I try not, not to point things like that out. He did get away with it. Like, he, he did literally did it. Just, like, yeah, he, yeah. he just lost the ball. He ain't saying that. And he just looked stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just – I try not to point stuff like that out to help CP3, bro. I'm trying my best not to do that. Me too. He, me too, but me off right now. So, he got one more game. If he don't do nothing tonight – Whatever the game is, he don't do nothing. He was um. He can still win MVP. Wagon, he can still win the wagon. No, he not. He not getting MVP. He can still do it if he has two good games. He can do it. No, he's not I going. Mean, yeah, he's not. Devin, the ball I, I still think if the Suns win, like Chris Paul still has to be like he has to be slightly he's ahead of Devin Booker. Devin Booker's, Devin Booker's had two bad games in the finals. Chris Paul's really only had one. But one he can game. get away with that. Bad like game. they'll give him a pass. Yeah. They'll give, give they'll give D book a pass. But CP3 oh, yeah. does this fluke stuff all the time. Like he's not getting a pass. So he just whatever right, he right. was. Okay. Okay. He does right. do that. For the stuff. Hold on, hold on to that one, Devion, because we're gonna talk about that. Man, I'm gonna man. give you my quick two cents on on game four. I think the biggest, and I'm, I'm actually very I'm very happy that Carl made the correct answer here. <laughs> Not blaming – I mean, Chris Paul was bad. Like, there's obviously oh, a man. lot of reasons. But the biggest yeah. reason was obviously Devin Booker because they were surviving the Chris Paul bullshit the entire time until he got his into foul trouble. Then they were winning that whole time. And then sure. Devin Booker's dumbass checks P.J. Tucker out of bounds for his fifth foul with, like, 11 minutes to go. I that, still that call changed that. the that game right call. there. That was such a stupid foul. It, it, was, it was the right so call, dumb. but I would not I would have probably let that go. I get you, and like dumb. I agree. I probably would have preferred they kind of let that go because I think the Bucks still got the rebound. Like I don't think it. No, 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 it looks like Devin Booker was frustrated, so you might have to call it. Well, yeah, if you remember the play before, the refs <laughs> missed a, the refs. The refs missed a call where Devin Booker dribbled it off of. I think it was PJ Tucker's foot out of bounds. They said it was off of Devin Booker's foot mm-hmm. out of bounds. He was very freshly mad about that and then clearly took it out on P.J. Tucker. And that's just one of those things where, like, young guy, like, you can't let your emotion get the better of you right there. Because you have to realize, if you have four fouls at that point, like, you, you, can't, you can't play with fire. You, like, the, the, the little questionable things that you might do in the first and second quarter, 
you can't do them anymore. Nope, you can do it on the and, offense, but not defensively. But don't yeah, do it against not like that. PJ Tucker. He is going to sell it. He gonna make sure they yeah. say it. Like, don't do it against him. Like and we we talked about this last podcast too. Trying to find like, okay, how is PJ Tucker gonna be be that irritant and. He did it. There it was. There it goes. <laughs> he got him mad. Like, dang. Um, but, <laughs> it's cool, bro. But, yeah, I I, no, Devin Booker to me was by far the, the – that, that foul trouble in the fourth quarter was easily what sunk the, the Suns. Easily the top reason why. Man, um, he, he All right, me. but, Devin, I want to talk about this because I, I disagree with you. I, I know he's got one very colossal collapse when he was with the Clippers up 3-1, I believe, on Golden State. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll explain what I mean by that. Look, I'll explain why because it's a little bit more uh, than just that. Clippers were up three one against Golden State, and when he was with the, when, he was, when he was with Houston, they were up three one too, weren't they? I, I don't think there was ever. I don't remember a series with uh, when I think it was pre like Warriors winning, like before they had. It was before that first they had won. It was like two thousand seventeen, like or was it fifteen? So, so uh, they were up like three two and just choked. And so it was so, like yeah, I mean, the, the year before Golden State won their first title, we we lost to they, they lost to uh, the Clippers in seven. So okay. they might have like they might have left in the second year. They might have gone up three one and let us tie it up three three. I actually think that is right now that you mentioned it, but they still won the series. the The one that they blew was the next year to Houston. That's okay. It was yeah. I knew I knew yeah. he mm-hmm. he's blown one three one leagues. I remember the famous yeah. post comp you know post game. Mm-hmm. Uh, co- uh, press conference, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't even want to talk about three one, whatever." Yeah. You know, yeah. Plus one too with Houston, but people don't really count it because he got hurt. Right, he nope, got I hurt, and he was okay. he was the one that was driving him to their wins. So okay, so Devion, explain what you mean about Chris Paul's failures in the in the playoffs because I, I I think that it's grossly it seems overrated. like every time he gets in the literally every time he gets in a position where he should win, they should perform. He forgets how to play basketball. He does the dumbest things. And I ain't going to count the injury against him. I feel you. But still, it happens. It's still on his resume. He always does this, like, no matter what. The only time I give him a pass is when he played the Lakers. Like, he wasn't going to beat them. I give him that. Like, they weren't going to beat the Lakers. But besides that, every other time, what good thing you going to say about Chris Paul in no situation? I you saying he has a little Tony Romo ish in him? He's a little yes. Tony Romo ish. He, he, he like, cannot he make cannot the worst play at the worst time. Every, every time, that like, like that. Prime <laughs> example. That. That's as an example of what he did last game, and he tried to get through. That's the same move he does all the time, but this time you fall all the time. Oh, that's his. That's his signature yeah, move. No. And all he was gonna do is go through there, probably step over, hit a little fadeaway jump shot, and probably hit it, but he failed. Chris Paul overthought it. Yeah, that's how Chris Paul <laughs> is, bro. So he's real. It's Chris Paul that day. That's messed up. Yeah, that's that's why I'm saying like we've seen that happen so much. So now when you see him get ten points, then he does. Sure. And light skinned mama got forty. They go overlook. Nobody yeah, talking I mean, about Derek. That, no, that's what that's what's points. sick about Game Four you know is that he spoiled Devin Booker's big game. Joe, what are your thoughts on this whole Chris oh. Paul's? legacy or whatever you want to call it of failing in the playoffs i think he has a little bit of bad luck but i when you because people people don't look at the whole thing they're just going to look at what you did they're not going to look at the circumstances and when i see what he did it it looks like he chokes 
in big games is what it looks like statistically. But I mean, it's not true. I don't agree with it. But if you if you look at it without looking at the circumstances, hey, he may be he may choke a little bit. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm not looking at I'm not looking at it from. Uh, don't you don't you try and hedge your. Your no, I'm just now. being real. I'm not looking at it like that. I'm looking at it from a fan. Like, a lot of people, that was their first thought. Here go Chris Paul again. Yeah, like real talk. I'm a Kobe fan. Yeah, Kobe got that case yeah, on him. Three yeah, one. They go three one. He's getting a he's getting a championship. He's getting his ring. That's but it. instead he tripped and fell. Like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate Carl. for him, but it still happened. I don't care. I ain't I'm a fan looking yeah, at him. He'll lose. It seems like even right now, a lot of people are jumping straight to, oh, something's not right with Chris Paul. He's got to be playing hurt. And maybe he is. They might, in his wrist. They might be right. But as, as I said on the pod that unfortunately never was, he always does. He will at some point in these playoffs get injured. It sadly happens every time. He's happened what, like three times already. He's, he's <laughs> what, at least 36 now? 36, yep. And yeah, it's the farthest he's right. ever gone. Like, no shit he's gotten hurt. It usually happens around one or two, you know? I mean, yeah, he's literally had, like, a new injury yeah. every series. He got the, the shoulder true. thing against the Lakers in round one where he could hardly even, like, dribble. Um, COVID. Round COVID after Everybody round two. Was over and, and he got the – He's got torn ligaments in his shooting wrist. I'm not giving him a pass for any of the injuries because he's been he's been able to ball as you know currently constructed in this series. Right. Like we saw him go 30 plus Man. in game one, and we thought Giannis tore his ACL and he's looking out pretty good out there. Yeah. <laughs> here, okay, here's my thing with Chris Paul though. I don't like. I just feel like Chris Paul's like disappointment is purely pretty much the injuries, like. Besides the 3-1 lead he blew with the Clippers, that's the only time that I think I can really say Chris Paul choked, like where he didn't play well, where he played and didn't play well in the games when they lost the series. How good are you to me if you're not available, though? He's not a winner. Well, okay, if you want want to make a commentary about, like, do you want Chris Paul on your team for the playoffs, you think, okay, he might get hurt. Like, yeah. We'll get hurt. I've said that about, like, when (laughs) – Chris Paul, the heat rumors have come up. I like. I no. I, I don't want to touch that. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't want that. But you wanted Victor Oladipo. I'm just saying. I didn't want Victor Oladipo. He was happy uh, about it. So will yeah, I, I was fine with it. But I, a, I, I think that's a fair point. That's his only like egregious non-injury fuck up. But like that's also kind of a small sample size because he usually gets injured. So right. uh, yeah, he's not injured. Uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. But here, but here, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I feel what you're saying. So hold on. Here's the thing that, like, we. It's not like these all happen. It's not like these all happen in round one, right? Like he's been in the West his whole career. Right. So he's. It's not like he's had a break in round one. Like he's won a lot of playoff series. True. Because he's very good and because he's been clutch. Like every team True. that Chris Paul goes on, when you measure clutch mm-hmm. time, like they're always top of the league. So like, that's why I just that's why I just don't think and it's then a fair what, one or two, thing to put. His battery doesn't recharge. Then what? He's useless. That's what I'm saying. He cannot produce. He's good, but when he does <laughs> yeah, but, play, like but, that's a lot different than saying he's a choke artist, though. Like, he is saying he someone's injury prone and a, a choke artist. That's com- two completely different things. <laughs> he's a choker. He can't get. You're a loser. How about that? Hey, you talking about Kyle Lowry or something? Come on, man. 
Hey, Kyle Lowry. Hey, Kyle Lowry. In the end, if we talk about strictly basketball as a player, got a better career so far because he got something Chris Paul don't got. I don't care what nobody say. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not Thank trying to hear that because at the end of the day, right now, Chris Paul will give up all that just to get a ring, and you can see it in his eyes. So I ain't trying to hear that mm-hmm. stuff. Kyle Lowry, mm-hmm. we got on Kyle Lowry all the time. And I can't stand this. Dude. I know you do not we just got fucking say Kyle Lowry has a better than one time he got a ball. chance to go all the way. way. Oh my God. This boy had DeMar DeRozan on his team. Holy fucking free up. That's some fucking this scrub. That couldn't win a game. They were getting swept out the fucking playoffs. Baby dinosaurs. Care. Fuck no, Kyle Lowry. That's the one time Kyle Lowry got a chance to win it all. Oh my God. He actually showed up. This dude was a completely different player. Chris Paul does the same thing. Even if he plays good, he's still going to lose. All right. Like, he's a I loser. can't believe I'm going to have this conversation. If he don't win this year, he's a bum. Oh, my God. First of, all, first of all, first of all, Chris Paul has never been the, the second or third best player on his team. All right. Let's, let's start right there. Chris Ooh. Paul has never been the second or third best player on his team and then won a chip. Oh, all right. The only time he was the second best player on his team, you can argue he was Ooh. second best to hard. What are you talking about? Chris Paul, he is yeah, always he, the best player on his team. Kyle work. Lowry, when they won the championship, was probably their third best player. I'm not hearing the third best fucking player on that team it, it had a better career than, than Chris Paul. I bet, and I the only Chris reason Paul they fucking won is because Kevin Durant, okay. Clay Thompson got hurt. Every slipper like, that isn't I don't care. It doesn't matter if he got hurt. He still has a ring. Nobody's going to care about the circumstances. They're going to see he won. Okay, so, okay, fine. So, Pat, Pat McCall. Paul's a fan. Like, I get that. So, Pat McCall is a better player than Chris Paul. Nobody's he has a better going... career than Chris Paul. All right, bro. You, JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee is a better player than Kawhi Leonard. All right, look. Or that's, equal, these equal are, level as Kawhi these Leonard. These are real, like, we'll, that's we'll, a different we'll yeah. Whatever, whatever the dude that went to CBC is, yeah. no. that was on the Warriors. No, yeah, that's, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure I heard you right because because uh, he won a couple of titles and then Kyle Lowry never won one until he got McCaw on his team. I forgot <laughs> he was on that Raptors. If he did, he won back to back. It's a good thing. Lowry, Lowry, final story. All I'm saying is this: NBA uh, legend, three-time champ, Pat McCaw. Man, I'm not giving Chris Paul no passes, no excuses, because he is that caliber of player. And if somebody else is in his position, up. exactly, they and would Kyle be Lowry saying, is not so that I'm, caliber. We should probably move on. From I'm Kyle saying, Lowry. I don't like I'm, Kyle. I, I'm, I'm not going to let I can't that stand go. Kyle Lowry, but Kyle Lowry <laughs> oh, still so did something Chris Paul couldn't do. So it is yeah, what it is. I don't I'm, like I'm Kyle Lowry. Finally. Got him on my side. I still don't think you know he's a Hall of Famer. I'm just being look. I'm still throw that out there. I still don't think he's a Hall of Famer. So Chris but Paul's not a Hall of Famer then. He, but hey, you could say he's better than Chris Paul. That would make him yeah, a Hall of Famer. I would take his career if I can win as a player. I care about winning a ring. That's the most valuable thing to me as a player is winning a ring. That's why we talk about players who don't win rings. We talk about them so badly, like Charles Barkley, the greatest player who never won a ring. He wins one ring. Guess what? It happens. Boom. It's the most important thing as a player. I don't care about the rest of that stuff. Like, that's why, Will, we love Westbrook. That's the only argument they got against us. He don't got a ring. Larry, we know this stuff. Oh, so apparently Kyle Lowry's better than Russell Westbrook, too. Chris Paul. Chris Paul's a loser. 
Chris Paul is a loser. <laughs> I don't care nobody that he's a loser. If he does not win this year, I can't believe what I'm really most upset lose. about right now is that Devion is the one that got this reaction. How about this? Right, guys, How about this? Chris Paul is not a choker. Right How about that? We need to go ahead and discuss all the products yeah. and services that pay for our time here at the Kyle Lowry Resume yeah. Podcast. <laughs> well, God, Chris Paul's not a choker. How about that? He just finds every way to lose. I'm okay. Well, I'm with you there, I'll, like that with you. I'll do that. And if he don't win this year, I'm not hearing nothing. And I like Chris Paul, but he's just yes, – his career is. pretty much is – Going to be a bunch of bad stories. Will couldn't do anything but drink. <laughs> somebody, 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 uh, somebody low key. So we can get back on track. I don't even know what we need to talk about anymore. That was great. I'm sorry. Like, D Bush gonna get some smoke too if they lose this series too. I'm definitely gonna oh, get yeah. some smoke about the series. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm just not gonna say that right now, but I'm giving him smoke too. Mm. I'm giving him yeah. some real smoke. Sun should probably but, just trade him for Kyle Lowry. Yeah, that, that's yeah, yeah that was another thing I, I mentioned earlier, Devion, was, <laughs> was that a lot of people were, were way too quick to go ahead and, and crown Devion as among the, the league's greats this playoffs, and he's... Crown Devin Booker, not Devion. <laughs> Same I like that. I won't go say <laughs> Either way, I'm gonna try and try and let uh, calm down here. Let's talk about Game Five that is that is gonna happen tonight. What are the keys to victory? I think we at least the no three impossible crew have the Suns winning tonight. Carl, it sounds like you're leaning. Well, obviously, you think the Bucks will win. What do you think, Carl? What do you think the key for the Bucks to winning game Game Five tonight is? They just can't afford to have uh, Giannis not be just out of this world incredible for the first time, like all playoffs, basically. I mean, I swear to God, that's been the one thing they've had is like he hasn't just been good. He hasn't just been one of the like easily top 10 current superstars that we have, you know, and I might sound conservative, but we've got a lot of guys right now, LeBron, KD, Steph, Doncic, Jokic, Kawhi, you know, there's, there's more than people think sometimes, uh, you know, he, we've known for a while he's in that mix, but like these playoffs, he has just really taken it to another level where I feel like, you know, it's not going to sound like a hot take to say that a guy who won back-to-back MVPs going into this season where he was still first-team All-NBA, you know, might be the best player in the league like now, but but damn, it looks like it. And, and the Bucks have needed it to look that way because they just have not had anywhere near enough consistency to get through that second round against the Nets or the third round against the Hawks even, and, and nor this round against the Suns, unless Giannis shows up every single game and does everything he possibly can because without fail, somebody else in that Bucks team will fuck this up for you otherwise. Yep. No, I mean, it, it, it's a great point, and it's, it's funny because – like the national media has acted like Giannis scoring twenty six was like, uh, just like an okay or like a bad game. Yeah, it was like, a great game. Twenty six and thirteen, five blocks. Get out of here. Like I'm like, uh, God, if I wish I could be that good to where twenty six is 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 bad. Like, and that's always I mean, efficient. 
and it's always efficient too. The guy deserves to have like uh, a forty-point game on like thirty-nine percent shooting at some point in these playoffs. He's always efficient, and like it, mm-hmm. it's really unbelievable. He's had a, an unbelievable playoffs. Sorry to interrupt, but no, oh, yeah, rude. I I completely I agree. Joe, what what's the keys for the Suns? DeAndre Ayton foul trouble. If DeAndre Ayton doesn't get in any foul trouble, he can contain Giannis to 26 points. And if he can do that, I don't trust Chris Middleton to show up in Phoenix. And I know Drew Holiday's going to do his thing. He's going to wear down Chris Paul like he's been doing the whole series. I think Devin Booker's going to get off. And if DeAndre Ayton can stay in the game, they're not going to get out-rebounded. And he's going to be able to contain Giannis to 26 and 13. And it's going to be good enough. I think yeah, the Bucks true. will out rebound them every game, but I think it, the margin shrinks the a lot offensive more. Rebound, when, the yeah. offensive rebound is just ridiculous. When, when Aiton can play, he does he, he shrinks that shrinks gap it, yeah. a lot more. Yeah. Devion, yeah. your thoughts? Keys of the game, either way. For the Suns, you know Chris Paul needs to just show up. Just no, just play like Chris Paul. For real, just play like Chris yeah, Paul. You're right. That's it. Devin Booker just does what he does and. Aiden stays out of foul trouble, you're fine. That's it because Chris Paul plays like himself last game, they win, <laughs> in my opinion. You know, even Aiden has six points, 17 yeah. rebounds. Chris Paul plays like himself, they win. Now, I, that's what I think. Besides that, the Bucks, yeah, think- like Carl said, Bucks <clears throat> will mess up. Guarantee. Somebody's going to find a way to mess up. Giannis is going to beat Giannis. And if Aiden keeps him to 26 like this, Middleton's going to score maybe 18, 20. You know, last couple shots don't really matter for him because he's going to find a way to miss him unless he gets hot. So that's all I think they're going to do. And if they blow this game, whoo, Suns are in trouble. If they lose this game, it's over. They go, they lose in the next, they, they lose in the game right after. It's over. So. Over. Yeah, I think, I think the keys are going to be. Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, and Tony Craig versus Middleton, essentially. Can Middleton <laughs> outscore those three? I mean, I mean you think about like shots wise, like, those three real. are going to take around the probably the same, same probably a little more, but mm-hmm. than Middleton. Can Middleton be more efficient, or are those three going to going to have the bigger impact on it? Th- like that's kind of the impact buckets i guess that i'm looking at if middleton does his thing and he can kind of cancel out those guys then i think the bucks win but i just don't think that's going to happen i think those three are going to have a really good game tonight in in phoenix to to go up three two and i just you know i think even if Giannis goes for like 40 i think i i just don't know that they're gonna they're gonna be able to do it there because i just don't know that Giannis will get enough help from anybody else the one wild card that i'll say that i would look for is drew holiday having a good offensive output i am personally not i don't care if if middle if uh sorry holiday i don't care if he goes 0 for 15 like Mm -hmm. i don't care that's not what i want from from drew holiday but when he does give you those random games when he gives you those games where he's shooting well from the field very hard for them to lose those games. Mm-hmm. And so let's uh, let's not give Budenholzer credit for in game four finally putting <laughs> Drew Holiday on Chris Paul and PJ Tucker on Devin Booker. 
Like, you should have did that from game one. You don't get credit for making that adjustment in game four. Like, bro, you should have did that a long time ago. Everyone was saying that. And so I don't expect any adjustments going into game well, five. Well, okay, here's – here's let's let's talk about – we'll kind of marry these two. We're going to ask Carl some, some Curry Warriors questions at the very end, but last finals topic here. I actually didn't like the way he used Holiday in game four. Really? Yeah, I mean, I, I liked how he started. Like, the start is always fine. Like, he's usually okay, like, starting a game. But as Joe has called out a million times on this show, he never makes an in-game adjustment. Right. <laughs> Holiday did his job on Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Right? Paul's out of it. Switching. Evan Booker is going for 40. 40. <laughs> Put Drew Holiday on him. Like, what are you doing? Exactly. No, Try well, and get right. the ball out of his hands. You're right, because... What's it? CP 3s mine is already gone. He already messed up. He did the damage? Yeah, switch him. And now PJ Tucker can really just go throw him on his, throw a body on him, mm-hmm. knock him down, throw him out the game completely. You right? You definitely right about I'm, that. I'm not afraid to make myself look like an idiot here. I, I could have sworn maybe it was game three, but I could have sworn in game three or four. I thought that he was on. Chris Paul, and then did switch to Devin Booker later in the game. I thought that did happen. I thought I thought Bud finally did make an, a, a freaking adjustment, and that was the one. I could be mistaken, but I could have sworn I remember that. I can't remember. I, I think that was game three. I, do, I know what you're talking about. I was just – I he remember did. getting he very frustrated. And everything too, though. That's early a fact. And, 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 yeah, and, and that was another four. issue yeah, in, in game four. Yeah. They, they, they did that bullshit switch everything, and Devin Booker was pretty much going to pick who he wanted mm-hmm. on him. But he – Unless I'm just wrong, I'm I'm pretty sure in Game Four he left Drew Holiday on Chris Paul when they were both when Chris Paul and Devin Booker were in at the same time was leaving him on Chris Paul the entire game. I I, I do remember that happening though, Carl. So I'm glad you brought that. I think that was Game Three, but I, I might have that mixed. I think up. it was because I don't remember watching Devin Booker make anything on on Drew Holiday, but that That's could have true. just been a factor of the switch. Well, 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 game Three, Devin Booker didn't play in the fourth quarter. Well, like he didn't make nothing. Throwing bricks. Yeah. Put him on the bench. <laughs> okay. like, ridiculous. Brick man. One, one, thing, I, one thing I will say I, uh, that game four made me wonder about was, um, you know, people people are, are wondering if, like, Chris Paul's legitimately injured and just trying to play through it. And, you know, if that is the case, good for him, trying to, like, tough it out and win. But, you know, played really bad. We don't need to rehash that. Awful across the board. Obviously, you're not going to not play Chris Paul. but if he is actually that hurt, that team is so deep and so well-rounded that, like, if he's really hurt, like, he doesn't necessarily have to play that many minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they have the depth. And one thing I'm wondering is, like, if he keeps playing that many minutes and isn't isn't playing like the Chris Paul, the Hall of Fame-level Chris Paul, like, he's not fucking injured. I don't want to hear it. Uh, if he is, though, like, I'm wondering if we're going to see some more, like, Cameron Payne this game, these next couple mm-hmm. of games. I don't want to hear Chris Paul being injured. I don't want to hear that. Everybody's injured at this point. He's had too many good games. He's had too many good games. Something crazy like his his wrists were separated the whole finals or something. Yeah. Yeah. And if it was, get him on the bench, let D-Book cook everybody else. If you can score 37, whatever it was in game one, if you can score 37, you're fine. Yeah, facts. You were healthy enough to do that in game one. Unless you find out something crazy happened – Somewhere in game two or three or something, okay, fine. But yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not hearing that. Something crazy. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, you said something earlier. Go ahead. You said something earlier about um, people being too quick to what is it? Crown D book. So the only thing I can do is just to help him out, just as one. I still agree that they, we probably crown him a little too soon, but he is gonna be that guy because of what is it? No, he he might be pretty back much a meltdown. Yeah, it's pretty much a meltdown he had in Game Ten, and then now he reset his mind like he forgot all that forty two. He bounced. It's back. just like you can't like that's a great mentality. That was huge. Like that's what yeah. the greats have, but it's still a little too early. He still gotta he he still has to do something. This is his first playoff. I, I feel you on that. This is his first playoff. Like, well, but I mean, just the fact that this is first, that. like, like we didn't. LeBron was not crowned after his first playoff run. No. Kobe wasn't crowned after his no. first playoff run. Like, it's okay to let Devin Booker like Dumb become. But we, <laughs> Devin it's, Booker. it's okay to think yeah. like, oh, I think Devin Booker is going to become this, and then still let him become it before we say so, like we've gotten to this point where like everyone wants to be first to like, mm. oh, see, I told you. Like, yeah, no, like a lot of us think Devin Booker's going to be really, really good Hall of Fame type player. He just hasn't done it yet. Like he hasn't gone full playoffs. Yeah, he, he's not even 26. Yeah, he's 20, like no, he's, yeah. he's been ascending. He still is. Just let him. Yeah, like he's great. Like he took a lot, he took a lot of good yeah, steps this just... year where understanding how to play winning basketball. Like that's a, that's a huge step for him. Let's let, let's yeah, let, let him just be great. Let just 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 relish in the moment. That's it. He's not Kobe. And people, He's not Kobe at this moment. And people no. want to get fans excited, and they want to give they want to have their hot takes mm-hmm. and whatnot. But then it's like it, it like it just it, it really it can be little things down the road. Like it takes a little bit out of like when Devin Booker actually does assume you know if and when he does become that guy, like join that highest echelon of superstars, like. What, then what do we say? Like we already said it before he was. Like so, what now? Like, it's not. Man, it's a real, it's a real cheap, lazy move to say that yeah. that he's the next Kobe Bryant. You're just saying that because Kobe's gone. Because if Kobe was alive, you wouldn't say that. Because Kobe would say, "Don't you ever say that shit again? Don't don't you ever compare me to Devin Booker?" Exactly I honestly, I personally find it disrespectful. Yeah, ridiculous. Anybody is going to be the next Kobe Bryant. Please, yeah. When when they've accomplished as, and I don't mean this in a mean way for Devin Booker, but accomplished as little as Devin Booker. Exactly. Like Kobe Bryant is a five-time champion, like top five player mm-hmm. in my opinion of all time. I would put him third. I mean, like, the, top the, ten. Like nobody in the world would be like he's not a top ten. Facts. Right. Like, th- like pump the brakes right. on the Kobe comparison. Like every time anybody that the media thinks has a killer mentality and is good, they just say, oh, Kobe, stop it. No. Man, they do the same thing with Jason Tate. It's ridiculous. Like, no. Oh, my God. Oh, that you guys know in, in this and so and so's rookie year, they had a two minute conversation with Kobe Bryant. You can really see it in how he's playing right now. Like, no, shut get out of here. Yeah, exactly. Shut up. You could tell he worked out with Kobe over the summer. And like, look, come on. And then look. I can tell because he has four assists. Like, come on. I remember, I remember what Kobe I told me. Shots. I think this is a good transition. I want to transition to this quote that Giannis had today. The, it, I thought it was a amazing quote. I, I love everything about it. I think it's something to be applied to, like, Ooh, whatever profession I love it. you are. Yeah, yeah. And he, he, he basically had said – Someone asked him about like his mentality, like why he keeps like dismissing like what he did in like previous games. He goes, "When you talk about your past, I'm paraphrasing. When you talk about your your past, that's your ego. When you talk about what you're going to do in the future, that's your pride. 
when you stay present and and, and just focus on the present, that's being humble. Yeah. That's being humility. I thought that was a great. I thought that was a great glimpse into oh, into Giannis's mind, and I think it was. Yeah. If that wasn't, if it was, if anyone else said that besides Giannis, I would call bullshit. But you know, Giannis is such a great guy. Like I, I believe him. I don't want to, but I believe him. I, do too. I, I, I absolutely believe, believe, him. believe him. I believe him. But, yeah, oh my God, said that, man, if Chris Paul said that, I'm like, you a damn lie. What are you talking about? Like, Giannis is such a nice guy. That's part of like Giannis is very authentic, and you know, like I don't want to really talk too much about the the really dumb thing that Stephen A. Smith said this week about uh Otani, the baseball player. We don't need to. Um but like this is like this is like this is also kind of an example of why a lot of foreign players want to have like an interpreter. Because like it's very hard for like it, it takes Giannis a long time to say this. Mm-hmm. And like you just have to like kind of think like is does he feel like pressure to like not have the interpreter to like say oh, I can speak English so I want to be the face of the like those other stupid people that put those types of pressures on our athletes, like very profound thing to Bro, communicate for a guy whose first language is not English. Like I thought that was, well, <laughs> it was all around very impressive. You know how he got over that knee injury so fast. Kind of no, he said that too. He's like, I don't think about the knee injury. Cause if I think about it, yeah. I'm going to think it's way worse. I'm going to remember. Believe it. I believe it too. That is yeah. crazy. And then, did you actually see, did you listen to him in uh, the post game conference? Where he was talking about how he made that block, he gave us so much detail. He gave me like a step by step thought process of what he did. And he was like, "I jumped at the rim. I didn't jump at him because then I would have missed the block." And then he said, "I didn't go for the ball. I just went for the went for the rim because if he would have tipped it, it would have been a goal ten. I was like, "This dude is great. He literally broke it down. Anybody else would have been like, "Yeah, I just blocked it." Nobody else would have gave that much care and detail to a reporter. IQ type stuff like. Yeah, I mean, people yeah, people have all these different criticisms for Giannis that it's kind of hard. He's I've great. tried to like kind of dismiss on this. The show only thing I think you can say bad about Giannis amazing. is he just hasn't won a ring yet. That is it. Uh, and he he and he's young. He shoulder every time he takes a jump shot. That shit looks like it hurts. Wait, he get a ring. That's what's going to ring. All right, if he gets a ring, it won't matter. Oh, all right. This is impromptu. I didn't I didn't think about this before the show. I promise we'll get to some Warriors things for you, Carl. Oh yeah, no worries. Which was better, Giannis's block, LeBron's block? I'm sorry to bring up bad memories, Carl, but so I guess I, I kind of brought up the Warriors transition for the Warriors, yeah. So Giannis block, LeBron block. Obviously, LeBron's had Game Seven impact, impact, but I think imp- like just to put into context, Giannis's block. We don't know how the rest of the game would have transpired, but if they go down three one. Like, LeBron's the only one to come back from it. So, like, it's very impactful that they that they won that game. So, that's the context. Carl, I, I'm sure you've tried to block out that LeBron block as, as best <laughs> as you can, but which one do you think was better? I'll, I'll begrudgingly say LeBron. Okay. Any, you want to add any color to that, or you just want to move on? Don't make that? him okay. explain, bro. Don't do that to him. Yeah, don't make him break down the play. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm, uh, right. whew, I'm taking LeBron, too. I mean, Giannis's was more difficult, but LeBron's was more impactful. I mean, LeBron, it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for J.R. Smith being there to make 
uh, Andre Iguodala adjust in the air. But what Giannis did was just freaking amazing. But it wasn't a game seven. Game seven is what does it for me. Like, it really does. And then, and then what happened after that block? The Kyrie. Was like Kyrie, exactly. And then Kevin Love got a, a stop on Steph. Because Steph kind of chokes. And the game gets Ooh. close. Ooh. Just saying. Little shot. All right. That what happened before that? What happened before? Didn't he do a behind the back pass on the sidelines and it went out of bounds? Didn't all that right. also we don't, happen? We don't, we don't need to bring all this up. <laughs> just, 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 just kind of put you in your place. Steph just is saying. three and one against LeBron in the finals. Just remember that. Yeah. Devi- Steph, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green are three and one against LeBron. Yes. You see how it was three versus one in that situation? Sure, we can pretend like Kyrie wasn't there or anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Devion, <laughs> Devion, which block was better? Oh god, uh, LeBron's because I just don't know. Like Giannis might have had a great moment, but until I see what happened with the series, that's it's just a great moment versus like LeBron. That's a good point. That's that's like a mental for sure. <laughs> All right, I'll be the. We're not gonna forget Giannis's block though. No, so he just won't be as impactful as but... loses. He'd be a great I'll be, team. I'll, I'll be on the island. I'm, I'm taking Giannis's. I'm taking Giannis's. Um, Hate. They're obviously both. They're both like 20 out of 10 blocks. Like they're both. Sure. They were both incredible. Top 10 playoff blocks of all time. For sure. Yeah. Um, the reason why I'm taking Giannis's is, is, is purely he stopped two players on that play. <laughs> LeBron, like you said, Joe, needed uh, J.R. Smith. Giannis stopped Devin Booker from driving. And getting a, and getting a shot, and then recovers and like I can't stress how difficult like how many times have you seen a player try and Not get much. the pass in the air like right when the pass is thrown and then it's just an easy dunk. Giannis like clearly just saw that all happening before it, before it actually happened and sprints like he broke down like just sprints to the rim gets up there and, and, and blocks Aiton. and I think personally I'm pretty confident that a three one a three one deficit to the Suns was essentially game oh, over yeah. for the Bucks. And so if you listen to be honest he also he said he felt DeAndre Aiton. Like he didn't see him, he just felt him. So he knew he was he was rolling right behind him. Which is makes it even better. So he was just he had all oh. that going on when in a split second to know and he said he saw Devin Booker switch the ball into his other hand. So he knew he was going up for the alley oop. Like they did all that in a split second. That's yeah, and, and I, I think a lot of that sometimes becomes embellishing. But oh yeah, after you sit there and be able to think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah. To, to the same point. I mean, it, that's probably what did happen. He just didn't really think about it in slow motion. Giannis mm-hmm. is one of the very yeah. few guys that I, I just I'll take his word for it. Like most guys that yeah, don't. No. Like, yeah, moment. Don't like you don't have to freaking. But Giannis is the one guy where I'm like I, I believe him. If he says it, that's what happened. Me too. Yeah. Okay. All right, Carl. He's so warriors, nice. Yo, warriors question, 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 question. I got a question before you said it. No, it's a real quick. Go for it. Why Go do people it. forget? Like, why don't we throw like um, that? That what is it? The block um, against Reggie Miller, like uh, Tayshawn. Why do people sweep that on the run? Why don't we throw that in the oh, concert? It's not, it's not finals. That? That's why. All right. It's still look what it like. Man, no, I mean, I get it. Like, I'm, believe me. Like, there's a something out there now. That was crazy. Oh, I mean, believe me, because, like, you know, if we want to go all yeah. playoffs, like, just last year, Bam's block on Tatum. At Tatum, the yeah. That's Tatum cocked that thing back, That's and Bam said, nah, bud. Yeah, like, I, I mean, there's, 
There, there's a lot of uh, I think the finals is the appropriate context. Mm-hmm. So is this the no. Con- okay. Tayshawn okay. Tayshawn Prince's block That's on Reggie nice. Miller was yeah, that amazing. Was nice. Man, that was like the greatest. <laughs> Man, I love that team. That's like the greatest great. block. I don't. I'm not getting on here for the What do you got for me? All right, all right. Warriors question. Here's the, the the big bombshell that may or may not actually be true, but some say Dame has requested a trade. One of the teams that he he mentioned was the Golden State Warriors. Hometown. What do you What do you think? They're not in Oakland anymore. What do you What do you? <laughs> facts. Um, <laughs> What do you what do you think of a potential trade for Dame Lillard to pair with Curry and Clay? Are you are you like obviously yes, ten out of ten, do it, send whoever that's not Stephen Clay, or like what are your what are your kind of thoughts on that whole situation there? Obviously it would depend on what we have to pay for him. Um I don't mean in salary obviously, but what our side of the trade is. Um but uh, just more broadly speaking, I, I wouldn't call it a 10. Obviously, there's going to be a fit issue when you've got three guards and two of them are little uh, for guards. But, I mean, Dame Lillard is, to me, in that, like, top echelon of, like, 9, 10, 11 stars in the league right now where they're just absolute game changers. And if you get Dame Lillard, you get Dame Lillard. I, it would, would, I, would I be a little bit nervous about the fit? Of course. Um, do I like the pieces we have right now? Absolutely. But, man. I mean, see, every team in the league should hope they can get Dame Lillard. True. Yeah. What I don't understand with the Golden State Warriors is you won your championships off of defense and team basketball. That's why you guys were so good, because you guys were deep and had team basketball and defense. You guys haven't been the same since you sacrificed team basketball to get KD. So why would you – I just think they should build their true. team together instead of go out for they another superstar. That's my opinion. They played team ball with them, but yeah, you're right about yeah. I, they, they played perfect they team basketball, but they sacrificed their depth. You, you'll get yeah, you'll get. Team I, ball I, with, I think it was more of an age thing, Joe. I think you know, like just I Iggy, Iggy yeah, Livingston, like all those guys just got old. Like I, yeah. I don't think it was like they, they. Okay. I don't think they like they, they, they had some salary cap so. restrictions that they couldn't, they couldn't like replace okay. them. And since KD left, they have they go out there. One person okay, gets hurt, well, and you're watching a whole bunch of nobodies out there. Well, since they cleared it, it's been a tough. It's been a tough rebuild. They have not been. But I mean, all right, but guys, Clay Thompson has literally not played since. Yeah, I agree with that, but I'm just saying, I just don't know if they should go with that superstar. I mean, superstar always gonna help. They're gonna score 140 points a game. They're they won 72 score. games without three superstars. The last they time put, you saw. Uh, okay, healthy right. Warriors. Last time you saw the Warriors with Clay and not KD was when we swept Portland in the conference finals in 2019. Like, just get Clay back. It's a pretty damn good team. Like, automatic contender. Um, so, you know, that's why I say it depends what the other side is because I really like the pieces we have right now, if I'm being honest, you know. Uh, and I think that having Clay back, like, going to be huge. Clay, Clay being out makes our depth a way bigger problem than it already is. You know what I mean? Once we get Clay back, it's like, all right, now, like, our 6-7, like, it looks all right now, you know, because they're not forcing the lineup, which is mm-hmm. granted. Well, I think, I think what about Draymond? Draymond's getting a little old out there, getting a little slow. Clay, but he's still Draymond. He's just going to be a little different. But to your point, he's yeah, but, he's still, but what he does, the way he his aging, his basketball is not going to age as well as those jump shooters. But to your own point, he's still one of the best defenders in the league. He is, he and, is. And, and like incredibly smart at like 
playing this team's basketball. Yeah. So, like, in terms Facts. of defense and team basketball, the two things that you named, like, Draymond is, I mean, incredible. So. Just don't shoot the ball anymore, Draymond. Yeah, like you said, it, it could Just don't it, shoot. It could, it could yeah. It could, <laughs> Just, it could, just don't it, shoot. Yeah. Here, here's also the thing, like, with Clay being out, it, it's kind of just, I mean – I already, we, I think most people already knew it, but it, it also just kind of confirms they need that guard to go with Steph that can defend on the other end. They, like when Steph has to keep guarding all these elite, you know, guards that are in the league because there's a lot of really good guards now. Like, like we know what Steph is. Steph is a good off-ball defender. He can get in passing lanes and get steals that way. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. he, if he has to individually guard somebody, he's gonna get cooked. When Clay's on the court with them, it's not a problem because Clay can get him and Draymond can get the mm-hmm. wing or the big. What do you do if you have Damian mm-hmm. Lillard and Steph out there, though? And then, that, that's, that's, no, that's, that's what I'm going towards. It's like that kind of throws that off again a little bit. You have to get like, rid of some of your pieces, too. You have to get rid of some of that bench as well. You're not just yeah. going to be able to trade your picks. But if we also have Clay in this hypothetical, Clay can still guard that guy. And then on the right, other. but they they still have two they still have two guys now that they can go because like when KD joined, KD's mm-hmm. a good defender. Like you can't just go at KD before KD. Harrison Barnes was a good defender. Like you can't just go at Harrison Barnes. They could kind of pick between Steph and and Dame. Well, I think yeah. at the end of the day yeah. though, like the offset of offense that Dame would bring yeah, is going to be fine. They would, have they, to, they would have to win a different way than, the, than they've won. But I think be, what would they do against the Lakers? They would be they small, score 140 they would have to shoot. Yeah, they would have they to just shoot the lights out. They're going to be small. Yeah, if they do that, they're going to be hella small. Think, yes, yes, but think about what that forces the Lakers to do to adjustment. Because like, okay, we yeah, they, get can somebody. Leave, they, they can leave bigger guys in and just dominate oh. when the Lakers have the ball. But then when Golden State has the ball and you have arguably the three best three point shooters in the league around the arc. Who the fuck? What are they gonna do about it? And they're gonna tire them up. They're gonna tire out a lot faster than what they'll get tired too. So we're gonna do that. And we already and and, and, Anthony Davis has already proven to me that Don't don't say it, man. Don't say it. So in love with trying and and I had this like epiphany. I I didn't have like the player that I wanted to come like I wanted A D to be it, but now it's been so in my face, I don't know how I didn't say it. He wants to be Kevin Durant. He needs to be Giannis. It's as simple as that. He needs to be Giannis. <laughs> like, I'll take freaking Chris Bosh. It doesn't even have to be that great. Hey, I feel you on that. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm trying to have a little higher ceiling for AD. But, but like in terms of in terms of who those top ten or so like game changing stars are right now, you know, to Will's point, like he, he could try to. Are you talking about his game style though, or are you talking about his mentality, his shot selection? I kind of like what you said in the way he plays. In terms of both. Yeah. yeah. A mixture of both. Yeah. I don't think I, – I think the mentality is, like, unrealistic to expect of Anthony right. Davis. He falls, Anthony Davis falls in love with, oh, I used to be a guard. Watch me do all these dribbles. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, dude. You're seven foot. Turn your ass down. You got big ass shoulders. Yeah. Body that dude and throw a freaking hook shot up. Yeah. What are you doing? All right. He's not going to be able to play, like, Jokic so or Embiid or KD, but, like, Giannis nope, is a I guy that, that he could maybe emulate, yeah. Oh, he man. could. He Anthony yeah. Davis could be the best player in the game if he played like Giannis. Yep, but he won't. So all right. Yeah. Last thing. Last thing before we go. Yeah. Team USA, real quick. I said we would talk about it, so we got to talk about it. Bradley Beal gets COVID, and this this hurts. 
us St. Louis folk, especially Joe and I, who are deep, are deep. Were, uh, went to school with Brad for a little bit. Not going to be able to go because he got COVID. Um, and I know he really wanted to. Uh, Kevin Love, for other reasons, injury Andrews. reasons, is gonna leave, is not coming. They replaced him with JaVale McGee and Keldon Johnson. <clears throat> Pop's own guy. Whatever. Of course. Um, quick reactions to Keldon it. Now. I'll start with you, yeah. Carl. Carl, just your quick reactions to the replacements. And also be out there. Jeremy Grant might miss as well. He's in protocols right now. If he keeps testing negative, he Which- can join. If he tests positive, he's out. So, Carl, your reaction? Yeah, so, I mean, hypothetically, if, if Jeremy Grant can't go, that might actually give us a chance to right some wrongs and get somebody like Trey Young in here. Uh, I mean, that's the, that obvious, be nice. that's the obvious one. Trey Young. Uh, John Morant. Yeah. Oh, that would be, oh, that'd be great. Oh, John Morant in the Olympics. Oh, my God. Love to see it. Uh, I'd, I'd rather see Trey out there. Uh, I've been I've been riding with Trey all season. I don't know if you guys remember, but I you know I was posting. You mm-hmm. know when you guys were making your All NBA pick, yeah. I had Trey Young in mine. Not a lot of people did. I feel like he. I feel like he. Uh, um, you know, I feel like he showed out in the playoffs. Uh, I feel good about that one. Mm-hmm. But anyway, even if it's not Trey Young, something like John Grant would be incredible. Um, I wish the best for Jay, Jeremy Grant. I don't want to say I'm rooting for him to be out. <laughs> suck for him. I don't want anybody's Olympic dreams to get ruined. Uh, but anyway, from what has happened so far, for sure, the Kevin Love thing, whatever. You know, JaVale McGee for Kevin Love, basically a net even. Uh, shout out to former Warrior. Dang. Shout out to oh former Warrior. Uh, oh, no. Oh. It's, the, it's the Bradley Beal thing that really hurts. Let's just be real. That's what mm-hmm. sucks. Team was already looking suspect, unfortunately. You know, we believe that they can still be great, but looking a little suspect. Now we're losing Bradley Beal and getting, um, sorry, Keldon, I believe you said. Like, come on. Keldon Johnson. Yes. No, I, I know. I'm just saying, like, I can't remember the last come time. Heart. I can't remember the last time I really thought about him. Uh, that's tough. Um, thought about him from in FanDuel throughout this year, but that was that was that was the, the length of <laughs> my, uh, my thoughts. He didn't came through a million times in FanDuel. I promise you. <laughs> That sheet stuffer. All right, Devion, what'd you think? Devion, your thoughts on the replacements? That was my thoughts. Yeah, nothing to say. (laughs) No, but for real, I'm hurt that Brad Bill can't be in. Keldon, not too bad because Pop, you know what I'm saying? I I can swallow that one because Pop is around, but it's still stupid. JaVale McGee, whatever. Whatever. I know he need, like we were talking about in private, like he his ass size or whatever, but like suck my nuts. Like Javel McGee this is checking the fool's own. Hey, you can't no. say that you can't say that no more, you know that right. His what? mom won't come after you. He can throw the lawyers at you. I'm just playing. <laughs> you don't remember that? You don't remember yeah, that? I remember that. Start like, about him? Bum. Like at this point. I don't know if they're just putting it in there, if they're oh, trying to good. say, like, um, the best team that they think can win, but not the best <laughs> collection of superstars that can be teamed up together to win. That's what it seemed like at this point, because mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Man, I, a lot of people, are, I think a lot of people are overreacting a little bit. This team has only been together two weeks. And if you watch the exhibition games, they got a problem. They don't have a facilitator, and they're small. That's why they got JaVale McGee. They they got out-rebounded like crazy. 
and they have no facilitator. Damian Lillard and Bradley Beal were nice pieces to have, but they're not really going to go out there and get other people open. The Olympics is a team, is more about team basketball, and that's what you got to do. You can, and I like that they got Kelvin Johnson because you have all these superstars. They're not really going to care that much about diving for that rebound. Like, they out there thinking, like, hey, man, I'm the best in the world. I don't have to try that hard. So it's nice to have a dude out there who feels like, oh, man, I'm around all these top star players. Let me get mine in, and he's going to sit there and grind for him. He went, like you said, he's a stat stuffer. He's going to sit there and grind for him. It's not going to be easy now because these, these teams have caught up to us, but they still going to get the goal. Like, come on, man. But you don't want to see Jamal McGee play. I don't care. All that I, stuff you write. You need him, though. You need him. You don't want to watch him play. All right. All right. Here, here's my thing. I, I personally don't care that much about yeah. – I, like, I don't think it's a bad oh, addition. JaVale McGee does – at this stage of his career, he does a lot of things actually pretty well. Here's my issue. Jared Allen is American. Like, did he not want to play? Like, I, I just need to know the answers there. I, I would prefer a Jared Allen who blocks everything, rebounds at a high rate. That would have been good, actually. That, like, that would have been my choice for center, but <laughs> whatever. The point, that you, <laughs> the point you made earlier, though, about them not having facilitators is a little concerning for me because Draymond and Bam are their best facilitators. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, that's yeah, not good. That's what I said. Not that good. No, the best rebounders. And yeah. they're small. These guys are going up against guys who are seven foot. Historically, we've had like a Chris Paul or a Jason Kidd or like someone like that to go. So we need that person. Hopefully, when I think Drew Holiday is joining the team after the finals, hopefully he can kind of serve as that role. Um, John Moran would be I'm not going to. John oh Moran would be God. cool. Trey Young would be cool. He's dunking All, on everybody. I like any of those, those additions. Trey Young, John Morant. Boom, I'm good. Yeah. But all right. I think that's I think it's gonna be a wrap. Well done, fellas. Carl, thank you for joining us. And it looks like we actually might get to record this. Uh so (laughs) appreciate you joining. We'll try and get some more some more folks on in the summer. Three to possible. We're signing out.